John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, it's me, Ed Peterson. Oh, hi, Ed Peterson. It's me, John Kiltico. What's going on, John? You know. Cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We should talk about guitars today. We should do that. We should talk about <laughs> brutalism as an art form. Yeah. Soviet block style architecture. Where brutalism meets guitars. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think for a while there, we were pretty heavy on the design aesthetic of guitars and how did a guitar design come to be we kind of faded away from that but i think both of us right as we were starting this were like oh this is kind of a brutalist guitar yeah. so let's talk about that we can decide mm -hmm. with your help viewers yeah. if this guitar is a completely well thought out nod to a famous architecture movement mm -hmm. or just another company cutting corners on production Okay, I could see arguments for both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we recording from? We are in beautiful West Seattle, Washington. Spring is upon us. The light has returned. Yeah. I'm pretty happy. I'm going to get out of the seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. Gray for eight months or whatever we've dealt with. Yes. I'm going to be very stoked to have some sun, maybe go down to Alki Beach. Oh. Walk on the beach a little bit. Just chill out, you know? 
I hear that, Ed. What about you? Same. Yeah? I get my base tan every year. I enjoy doing that. Sit outside 20 minutes and it starts to accrue. Sure. I don't like to put the sun on my pale, pasty skin, but you know, whatever. Ed likes to keep his Seattle tan. Yes. Year round. Right. What I got to wonder though. Yeah. Do you plan on walking on Alki Beach mm-hmm. down there in the sun? Mm-hmm. In your Uggs? Ooh. Maybe early on. Beach shorts. Beach shorts and Uggs, I probably will not do. Do you have a mesh half shirt? Mm, I don't. It's not the 70s anymore. I'm wearing Converse All Stars, and they have a super high tongue on them. You know, the tongue goes up way higher than the actual high top of the shoe. I see that. They're Rick Owens' Dark Shadow. Dark Star, it says. Dark Shadow. Okay. It says Dark Star. It does. Dark Star. (laughs) I don't know who Rick Owens is. Rick Owens is a fashion designer. When you see the runway shows and people are like, these people who are into high fashion are insane. Uh Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, they're pointing at Rick Owens. There's a show he did where the guy is walking down the runway and he's got this leather top on and everything. And he's wearing chaps with his dick hanging out. Dickless chaps. You know, stuff like that. But you know what Rick Owens is real big into? What? Brutalist architecture. Oh. Yeah. He has a line of furniture and it's like, A concrete couch that looks like the most insanely uncomfortable. Also known as a cinder block. It's pretty much that, yeah. Beverages. Beverages, Ed. I'm drinking black coffee and... I've got an athletic brewing Upside Dawn Golden Ale. Upside Dawn? Yeah. Gotcha. Like Upside Down, but Dawn. Dawn. A refreshing, non-alcoholic beer. That is fantastic, Ed. What do you got? Well, I'm looking to keep my electrolytes in balance. Oh, good. So I have a little tiny portable-sized Gatorade. This one is the orange flavor. Do you know what this is, Ed? That looks like a Gretsch guitar. It is. This, Ed, is one of the guitars made by Gretsch during the infamous Baldwin Piano and Organ Company era. Let's recap. Okay. 1883, Gretsch. Oldie time guitars. The oldie time guitars, yeah. Founded by our man Friedrich Gretsch. Right. We could just call him Fred, I suppose. Multiple Freds in this family, right? Yeah, the first Fred, Friedrich. Mm Mm-hmm. He gets dead at age 39. Uh, Just in 1895. Back then, you get a splinter in your foot. That's a fatal thing. That's right. And he's 30 what? 39 when he died. 39. His son has to take over. His son, Fred, is 15. When he takes over. Oof. 15-year-old Fred's like, oh, shit. He's 15. He's going to learn how to wear a monocle and smoke a cigar. Is this still the 1800s? Yeah. He better know how to do all that stuff. By the 1930s, Mm -hmm. they start guitar production. Until then, they'd been doing, you know, all the old-timey stuff. We need some banjos and some tambourines and ukuleles, see? (laughs) Tambourine and banjo. 
making those two things. Does that make sense? The drum is different, but maybe not so different. And they did make drums, so they had that knowledge. They got drum tech. Yeah. By 1942, though, Fred retires. 95 to 42, that's a run. I mean, he's retiring somewhat young. Just under 60. Fair enough. Yeah. He's been keeping this company afloat through World War I, the Great Depression, shit starting to go real bad in Europe. I'm out, guys. Come on. I think he did a great job, is all I'm saying. I think he did a great job, too. He hands it over to Fred Jr. Fred the Third at this point. Yeah, but Fred's got to go to World War II and all. So Fred's like, oh, crap, I better give it to my other brother, Bill. This can't go good. You know, when you hand it over to not a Fred. Bill died in 1948. Post-war, so Fred's back. Fred made it through the war, so okay. it reverted back to him. Okay. No more wars. Fred the Third's got it. What are we going to do? They started looking at what was happening with Fender and Gibson into the 50s. Yep. What's that Telecaster thing? Right. We better hop up. That's when the Duo Jet and things like that come out from Gretsch. Smaller, solid body type. Duo Jet was 52? 54. The Silver Jet, in terms of American manufacturing, was that the first sparkle finish? Fender certainly didn't do it, and Gibson didn't do it. Makes you wonder. They had that drum tech. Remember? Big sparkle. Uh, Exactly. There was something with Gretsch doing the sparkle finishes on the drums, and they just moved that over to the guitars. That is exactly right. Yeah. My current D&D character is a cleric. Is that like a fancy librarian? It's a priest. Librarian priest? Yeah. In the Orzov Syndicate. He makes everyone do a lot of tithing, whether they want to or not. And he's a loxodon. He knows lots of languages? Loxodon means he's a big elephant from the Ravnica plane. Busting arms and whatnot. Is he into the Dewey Decimal System? He's into taking over places and then making all the inhabitants pay outrageous taxes. I get the sense that you're probably a pretty fun D&D hang. (laughs) I take it very serious, John. I've been doing this for 40 plus years playing Uh, that stupid game. uh Yeah, I play it a lot. No judgment. Judgment free here, Ed. Right. I'm safe in the knowledge that viewers can't see my face. (laughs) See your mustache that's working its way into the curled up handlebar thing. And you're over here judging me for playing D&D. Yeah, apples, oranges, right? (laughs) Okay, Ed. Yeah. It's against that backdrop. 1954 Sparkly Finishes. Yeah. They do pretty well with that for a while. Mm -hmm. They do well enough that, of course... The hard times are coming. Yeah, people are looking around to buy guitar companies. Yep. By the time Gretsch is ready to sell, and they do sell, they sell to the Baldwin Piano and Organ Company. Yep. The problem is the Baldwin Piano and Organ Company doesn't know anything about how to make guitars. And don't seem particularly interested in learning or innovating. Like a lot of those companies, Norlin, CBS, it's like, are you telling us it won't just run itself? We just want the money. We don't want to have to decide shit. To me, that sounds like an ideal scenario. If you're going to get bought out, you have sort of an A-B choice here. One is micromanagement from the top about design and innovation. Or a completely hands-off, do your thing, just make sure you're giving us money every quarter and growth continues. 
maybe at that point in American enterprise, B was not even conceived of. We're going to buy them and just leave them alone? We got to get the Orzov priests in there checking their books. Yeah, the librarians. Right. The elephant librarians. Exactly. So the first thing they do, remember, founded in 1883 Mm -hmm. in Brooklyn, New York. 1883. The suits decide, we got to move this whole deal down to Boonville, Arkansas. (laughs) Goddamn, can you imagine? I'm in New York City, and you tell a warehouse full of luthiers you're moving to Arkansas. I wonder how many of them were like, what's that? If you told me I had to move to Arkansas, it would be like, what? By all accounts. By all accounts, Arkansas is lovely. It's a lovely state. But very few people took them up on it. Really? Yep. Not many of the Brooklyn cats went. Can I tell you what I did last night, John? What? I was on Expedia. You were looking for flights to Arkansas? I was looking for flights and packages in New York City, John. Oh, my God. I know. I have never been to that city, and it's a point of contention between John and I. What do you think about that? That's great. Brooklyn. Would I go to Brooklyn? Go to any of the boroughs. There's five of them, right? That's right. Harlem. Brooklyn. Long Island. Yonkers. Say another one. in Staten Island. Queens. Queens. There you go. Okay. Manhattan. What's the fifth one? I don't know. You do too. Bronx. You know who lives right above the Bronx in Yonkers? Superfan Nick Catania. Superfan Nick. He has a Instagram. Booted NYC. Yeah. Love it. Takes pictures of all the cars that get booted on the street. There's one where clearly someone had just like ripped the thing off their car. Somehow had broken it off. Love it. Booted NYC. Check that out. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out Superfan Nick. So these guys are like F Arkansas. Not going to Arkansas. The Razorbacks. Is that right? Is that some sort of horse? Football team or something? I think that's a pig, right? Sure. A pig with tusks? Like a boar? Right. Okay. You might know Boonville, Arkansas, Ed. I might. As the place in 2008 where the Cargill meat packing plant exploded. Oh. It exploded pretty bad. Is there anything else? That's why I would know it? Yeah, probably. And in 1973, Mm -hmm. the factory they build for Gretsch catches fire. Dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Twice. (laughs) Same year? Yeah. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, they're trying to come up with new models. One more time, year? Of the fire, the Great Fire, 73. Okay. They came up with one model called the Committee because it was designed by Committee. Oh, my God. That's really not a good idea, dude. Today, we understand that's a bad thing. But maybe back then it wasn't seen as negative. Maybe not. Do you remember when we did the rock jet? That name totally jumps out at me, and I just don't remember what it looked like. We both liked it. Okay. It was a single cutaway, and it was a ripper. So they were throwing stuff against the wall, seeing if they could get it to stick. They kind of had to, because at this point, the big old hollow body and semi-hollow body Gretches that we know about, like the rockabilly kind of stuff, early 70s, not real popular right. anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they really didn't have a choice but to try to come up with something that was going to be more contemporary. I support them trying. In 1978, into this comes the guitar I'm holding right here. 
Okay. This is the TK300. This particular one I'm holding is 1979. Okay. It's got two humbuckers. Yep. Hardtail bridge, master volume, master tone, and a pickup selector switch. It's a bolt-on neck, and this would have been one of the first Gretsch did in this era. I imagine this was a cheaper guitar in their line. I believe you are right. The body and the neck are maple. The fretboard is rosewood. The headstock is barely cut out of a blank. This is probably the most hockey stick-looking headstock of all the hockey stick-looking headstocks we've ever seen. I love that headstock. It's a paddle. With the word Gretsch in block letters going all the way across it. Love it. Yeah, and the pickguard covers what it's supposed to cover, the pickups and the controls. Yeah. But it is as if somebody told somebody, hey, you got to cut me out a pickguard, but don't use any curves. Right. Straight lines only. It's almost like they didn't show them the guitar either. They just said like, hey, I need a pickguard. Here's roughly some dimensions. The cuts, the angles, don't even really match the body in any way. Why is it cut like that? The whole design aesthetic of this thing is minimal and blocky and bulky. Yep. And that's what gets us to brutalism. Yeah. The idea of brutalism began in the 50s in the UK as a way to quickly rebuild in the wake of the destruction of World War II. Yep. We need to build quickly and cheaply. Do that. Doing it in concrete turned into its own sort of architectural movement throughout the Netherlands and Germany. You can look at some of those old statues of Stalin and they have that angular look. It became an aesthetic. Yeah. It's an interesting idea that something aesthetic could come out of something that was meant to be inexpensive and practical. We got to get this country rebuilt because it's been destroyed. Yep. It needs to be done yesterday. Right. I did not know where the name comes from, Ed. It's sort of a pun from the French. Beton Brut. Okay. Literally translated raw concrete. The brute part of that was turned into brutalism in reply to most people's reactions to this architecture at the time. Yeah. Holy crap, that thing is ugly. You fall in a brutalist house, you're just dead. Because you're going to hit a sharp corner. Yeah. You know, concrete through your skull. You've had it. Yeah. Be careful. And so that's how this thing comes into the world. Do you feel like this was that? (laughs) Is this a nod to brutalism? Doubtful. Yeah. I've got the 1981 Inventions Overdrive that we like, the DRV. We love it. And I think I've hit a sound that's okay. Treble all the way up. Mm Mm-hmm. Pickups in the middle. If I go as bridge as I can. It's not bad. That's as necky as it goes. Hit me with some jazz, John. Go back to the middle. Ed? Yeah. When this thing came out in 1978, maybe you see this in a catalog and you're like, wow, I like the cut of their jib. Mm-hmm. Gotta have it. Yeah. The TK300 Brutalist inspired. 342 bucks. 342 Arkansas dollars. Yeah. 298. I'm not feeling terrible with that guess. Is that like 1600 No, it's like $1,367. This is like a entry guitar kind of thing. 
USA Made by the fine luthiers in Arkansas. Yes. Who know what the hell they're doing. Yep. Have no problem keeping factories standing and not burning to the ground. Safety Safety first first in Arkansas. That's what we say. Let's take a break. You want to go over to the meat factory and light up? (laughs) Introduced in 78. Yeah. I don't know when they discontinued it, although I can tell you this, Ed. Mm -hmm. In 1981, three years later, Baldwin ceases all guitar production. What does that mean? They stopped making guitars. How long did that last? Not very long. Yeah. Okay. In 1983, Baldwin declares bankruptcy. Well, I guess I'm learning something new. Yeah. This thing has some sustain. Yeah. This episode's like an hour and a half long because it just never stops. There it goes. It stopped. Yeah, that's impressive. You gotta try it. Try and decide. Is it hello or goodbye? Goodbye or goodbye? It's got angles every which way but loose, Ed. Mm. Yep. You could play street hockey with a headstock. Mm-hmm. It's made by Gretsch. It is the TK300. Buy or deny? Hard buy. Hard buy. You know about that? You know about the hard buy? The hard buy. Yeah. To me, that means do not pass go. Oh, yeah. There are no circumstances under which you would not buy this. Hard buy means hard buy. Well, I don't know. I don't want to caveat this too much. I'm just saying I love it. It's probably the contrarian and ironic Ed. It's kind of ugly, and I kind of love how ugly it is. What about you? Bye. (laughs) This is one of those weird ones where if you had had to say buy or deny before we started this episode, you would have been deny. I think I might have been. When I first picked it up, I was like, oh, it sounds kind of anemic. I would want to paint it black. Yeah, refin it. Yep. And I've got to think they're not that expensive. Yeah. These are super reasonable. Yeah. And I think in the right band, it would look killer. I think so. Weirdo country band. Angular jazz band. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. We should take pictures of this. I should take more than the usual amount of detail pictures. Okay. And we'll put them up on our at. What's the at? Uh, The high gain on Instagram. Best way to contact us then, Instagram. Yeah. The high gain pod at gmail.com. That always works too. If you're into it. Or the form on our website. If you're nasty. Is that good? Nasty is good. I don't know. Yeah, if you're nasty, fill out the form. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) And as always, Ed. Yeah. We are proud participating members of the Ruinous Media Network of Music Related Podcasts. I feel like the last time I did it, I did it better than you. Do you? Next week's another week. We'll come back. We'll try it again. We'll see. Okay. All right, then. Hey, good job. Good job to you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.